uh, I hope I hope we all see a little more tonight. Uh, you know, uh, this sharing very touching, and uh, I, I hope you know I hope the things somewhat are coming together for you. Uh, we have to get to the point where we have a, you know, I see it. You know, voila, I, I see it. Uh, uh, I, I want to labor on this point uh, for a little, little bit. Uh, you know, uh, if you turn to the, the first page of this outline today, part three, you know, you have, you have this first little quote, 940 AM, 5994. Uh, then you have the first quote under that in the gray, which is from the book, Practical points on blending, which was a weekend conference on May the 27th. About midway between those two dates, the brothers from Taipei came, the elders, and Brother Lee had a series of meetings with them, and uh, that is in a book form. And all three of these speakings, the same burden is in Brother Lee. And, uh, you know, I, 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 I've got here practical points on blending. And uh, I'd like to read you some. And, and I know reading, listening to somebody read is hard, but just bear with me, okay? Uh, I have received many letters from people who appreciate all the truths that have been opened up to the church from the life study messages. They have reached many people on the earth. They are the riches kept in storage in the recovery, which is really the case. We need a whole nother conference on that. That's really the case. Whenever you desire to know a particular truth in Genesis, you can simply open the life study and you will taste how sweet, enlightening, supplying, and nourishing it is. Okay, so that was, you know, he started that in the uh, 74. Uh, in approximately 1980, the life studies started in 74. In approximately 1980, I began to see the truth of God's economy. To open up the entire Bible from the first page to the last is needed. But what is the central matter in the Holy Bible? What's the central matter in the Holy Bible? This central matter is the economy of God. The economy of God is for what? The body of Christ. After seeing this, I checked with myself, where is the body of Christ? You have opened the Bible book by book to the saints. And there are many, there are more than 1,600 local churches raised up on this earth. But where is the body? You have the churches, but where can you see the body? 
Because of this, I became burdened. I said, Lord, I must confess to you and admit that although I saw the body of Christ and I preached and taught the body of Christ for years, even I myself am not very much in the reality of the body of Christ. You have to taste his burden. You have to taste his spirit in this. Again, I'd really recommend those videos that are on the, the website. They're there. You just get a sense. Even I myself am not in the reality that much of the body of Christ. I was confessing my dullness and shortcoming to the Lord concerning this matter. Thus, the present burden has come to me. What is this burden? This burden is this burden that was a few weeks earlier. I asked the Lord after my illness what my ministry should stress. It seems that the Lord would burden... By the way, does anybody else still need an outline? Does anybody else still need an outline? Raise your hand. Can, can we make sure that it looks like just one? Okay. It seems that the Lord would burden me with one, the body of Christ and the life of the body of Christ. See? I myself am not in the reality of Okay. Two, the reality of the life of of the body of Christ. Three, may the Lord have mercy upon me that he would grace me to live the two stresses listed above. That he would grace me to live the two stresses listed above, which is the body of Christ, the life of the body of Christ, and the reality of the life of the body of Christ. You know, this is what he was talking about when he said, there's no realization there's no actuality. There's no practicality. There's no reality of the body of Christ. I mean, that's strong word. I mean, this isn't a light thing going on here. Uh, you know, he's not just in a line and, and ministering something, although whenever he shared a line. It was glorious. But, I, you know, we, we have to realize this was a, a turning in his being, a turning time. We need to see the punchline of all this. OK, let, let me continue. I was confessing my dullness. Thus, the present burden has come to me. You should not pay so much attention to the spreading of the recovery. Don't sp- Spend that much attention to the spreading of the recovery, to the increase of the churches, and to the good meetings of the churches. You must realize that there is a great lack, a shortage. That is the reality of the body of Christ. Listen, it is for this reason that there is a need for the the blending. There is the need for the blending. Okay, what had he? What was his burden regarding blending? He said, "To blend, you need much and thorough prayer with a group of saints that you get to know, and they get to know you." You know, 
it's great to have blending conferences. You know, and that's one level of blending, you know, to blend with the churches. And it's, it's marvelous. It's great. I, I, I love it. Uh, I think since we've started having these things at these hotels, it's, it's great. Marvelous thing, you know, these, these uh, conferences. We didn't used to have these things. Uh, but but I, there's a need for a, a blending that is more intimate. And he, he talked about this a lot, a lot in the Vital Group books. The need for much and thorough prayer, for the real opening. He labored over this to crack us open. And he said how we wear masks, you know, just like Tim said, how we wear masks. And we don't open our situation. Of course, he, he warned us too, don't, don't, don't open in a wild way. But uh, I, I was very touched by Tim's word tonight. Uh, we do need this kind of practice of opening so that, you know what he said? As soon as I opened, what happened? Prayer. He said immediately there was prayer. Because the opening is for the prayer. And it is in the prayer, Brother Lee said, that the blending takes place. The real blending takes place. You know, I open, we pray, and I blend. And brother, it's exactly what Tim said. This is the, the demonic activity, the satanic activity is to keep you isolated with, with a happy face. You know, spray on a smile. You know. But the Lord needs something. You know, the thing that, that defeated, uh, uh, you, you, know, uh, you know, Gideon, gosh, what was the tribe they, they fought? The Mid- Midianites. Yeah, the thing that defeated the Midianites, you know, when, when the soldier of the Midianites uh, uh, had a dream, the dream was that a loaf rolled into camp. A barley loaf, a resurrection loaf rolled into camp. And that loaf destroyed the camp of the Midianites. And one of them woke up and said to the other, told him the dream, and that guy said, this is none other than Gideon. This is Gideon. And Gideon happened to be, you know, hiding there, and he heard it. And that was a confirmation to him that this was the Lord. A loaf destroys the work of Satan. This is really the case, saints. You know, uh, you know, sometimes we don't realize the enemy's working. And so we think everything is my problem. But it takes blending and opening to come to a realization that the enemy is attacking and that blending that takes place destroys his work. Brothers and sisters, if we have this kind of life, if we have this kind of life, the enemy's days are numbered. The enemy's days are numbered. This isn't, this isn't, uh, the Marine, this isn't for the Marines, the few, the brave, and the strong. This is not what this is for.
This is for every saint. And I love talking about married sisters with children because you, it's easy to disqualify yourself. You know, you've got all these kids. You can't even work. You can't even help support the house. You can't, you've got all these children. But this, there is a way for us to, everyone to be in function and everyone to be released. And it is this thing that we're talking about. It is for this reason that there is the need for the blending. And how do I enter into that blending? Where is that a reality to me? It's a reality to me among a group of saints. I hope we could see this. I hope, that, I hope we would be infected. I hope we all get diseased this weekend. We all need to be terminally ill with this disease. I mean, irrecoverable. I just can't be recovered, Mark. Hallelujah. Okay. Now, now listen to this. Uh, the next two paragraphs, he breaks in to talking about two allegories, two sets of allegories. One is education. And one is topography. Right after the word, it is for this reason that there's a need for blending. The next line is, in today's education, the goal is not merely to finish elementary school and junior high school and then graduate from high, uh, high school. The, the goal is today to study in a university and to earn not only a bachelor's degree, but even a master's degree or a PhD. After mid- After many young people finish high school, they become tired of studying and terminate their education to get a job and make a living. This is just like our church life. This is just like our church life. To be in the church life may be likened to being in high school. Being satisfied to be merely in the church life, we may say, praise the Lord. Hallelujah for the church life. How good it is, how good it is, but will this reach the goal for the fulfillment of the Lord's purpose? Will this reach the goal? Will just being in the church life reach the goal of fulfilling God's purpose? It will not, just as graduating from high school will not reach the goal of the purpose of today's education. Today in the recovery, we need to go on and on to reach the high peak of God's economy, that is Mount Zion. Okay, I, I want to impress you. He, he just got through rehearsing about his whole ministry and how his whole ministry had been so effectual and the truths had gotten out to, to the Lord's children and he got all these letters And then the Lord showed him further regarding the matter of the body of Christ. But then he he was touched. Where is the reality of the body of Christ? And he said, I don't even have the reality of the body of Christ. Then he breaks into two allegories. You really have to get into this. 
to, otherwise you miss the weight of what is being said here. You cannot believe what is being said here. Please go back and read page 15, 16, and 17 of this book and study it and consider it and pray over it. Uh, and you have to analyze it for what its content is. This is a turning point. Okay? Jerusalem, now the next line, right after education, you know, he said, today in the recovery, we need to, this is, prior paragraph I'm rereading today in the recovery we need to go on and on to reach the high peak of God's economy that is Mount Zion so Mount Zion has something to do with the preceding how the preceding paragraph ended which was blending blending Mount Zion right I mean this isn't just disjointed random thoughts you know he's going somewhere trying to lead us into some kind of view. Okay, here's the next line, next paragraph. Jerusalem is built on top of a mountain. So now he's going to talk about topography. Jerusalem is built on top of a mountain. Although Jerusalem is good, it is not the peak. Same thing. High school's good, but it's not the peak. The peak is Mount Zion. In Jerusalem, there is a peak, but Peak, that is Mount Zion, on which the temple was built. About 1,000 years before the building of the temple, God asked Abraham to offer his son Isaac on Mount Moriah, which is another name for Mount Zion. The good, listen, listen, exact same thought as when he was talking about education. The good situation in the recovery today is just like Jerusalem. It's a good situation. It's the local church. It's, it's, it's great. It's Jerusalem. However, there is no Zion. However, there is no Zion. What is Zion here? Related to what he's talked about in the past. Surely, it's the body of Christ. It's the reality of the body of Christ. Surely, surely that's, that's what he's talking about. Okay, there is no Zion in the New Testament. The overcomers are likened to Zion. Now he's bringing another thought is that the overcomers are likened to Zion in Revelation 14, 1, the 144,000 overcomers are not just in Jerusalem. They are on the peak of Zion. Okay. So up to this point, (coughs) excuse me, up to this point, he's talked about his ministry, the effect of his ministry, the further light he got regarding the body of Christ, how he himself is not in the body of Christ uh, as a reality. He just feels he's short himself. And and, uh, then he gives these two allegories about education and topography indicating that high school and Jerusalem in a general way is just the, 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 what we have today in the Lord's recovery in the local churches, but that there's something more, and that is Zion, and this is where the overcomers are. 
In, in the New Testament, the overcomers are likened to Zion. Okay, the next line, he finally makes things somewhat practical and almost physical. Listen, he just got through saying uh, in Revelation 14, 1, the 144,000 overcomers are, just, are not just in Jerusalem, they are on the peak of Zion. The overcomers, the what? Vital groups are today's Zion. I don't know if that impacts you. But with that kind of preamble, surely this has to touch us. And, and we have to get the, the feeling, the weight of this thing. I asked of the Lord... After my illness, what is what my ministry should stress? It seems that the Lord would burden me with the body of Christ and the life of the body and the reality of the life of the body of Christ. Okay? The overcomers, the vital groups are today's Zion. My burden today is to help you reach the peak of Zion. The vital groups. That's what it says. It's right here in your quotes. The, the, the peak of the vital groups. That is the overcomer Zion. You know, if you really consider this, this is mind-boggling. He just, he just covered his whole history as a minister of Christ. What his shortage was, described it in allegories, and equated the solution to a group of saints being together and called it the overcomer's Zion. I didn't say that. Brothers, what are we hearing? And sisters, what are we hearing? And where are we going? You know, I, I hope... Again, you know, like we talked about before, these are principles we're talking about. And this is the pattern on the mountain. You know, uh, but we have to see the pattern so that eventually we're maintained in our burden. We're protected in our burden and we're undaunted by what is visible and temporary. You know, who, you know who takes care of visible and temporary? Satan. Satan. You, you know, brother, I, I have children too. And I, you know, I have my set of situations. Uh, my wife tells me and others tell me the, the, uh, the jury is not back yet. You know, but, but in my perception, what I see too many times is what is visible and temporary. And the enemy is there to show you what is visible and temporary. He's, he's the God of this age. And the God of this age is, is in control of what is visible and what is temporary. He is going to be undone by what is eternal and unseen. Amen. And brothers and sisters, if we catch this view, it will protect us from what is visible and, and temporary, and it will keep us focused, and it will 
keep us going forward. You know, in spite of what we see, it'll keep us going forward. I tell you, saints, uh, I told you personally, you know, I, I endeavored when Bradley started the God-ordained way thing, uh, I, I, I endeavored to follow. And, you know, the first meeting where he shared anything about the God-ordained way in America was downstairs. That was November 1984. He had just gotten back from Taipei. His habit was to come to Irving for Thanksgiving, stay till the, the, the winter training, and then hold the winter training here. And he was downstairs, and we had an elders meeting and, uh, with all the brothers from the area. And he opened up what the Lord had done in him in October of 84, sending him back to Taipei. And I, I mean, I remember to this day where I was sitting. I remember my impression. You were, you were there, Jerry, I'm sure. And, and uh, Tim, you might have been there. But uh, wow, I, I realized the age is turning. I, I did. I had this realization, the age is turning. So I endeavored to, to follow and I endeavored to get into the things. I endeavored to, to study the things, you know, that's just, anyway. And, and so I, I was, I told you all before, I was ready. I was so ready for the word on the vital groups when it came. And I got into it and I saw it. And, and I, I, I can testify for myself, that has been a keeping vision since 1992. That has kept me. For 14 years, that view has kept me. And, and I, you know, by, and I can say by the Lord's mercy, I have not wavered from that view. You know, maybe things weren't happening outwardly, maybe nothing. But anyway, if you, if you catch, my whole point is if you catch this kind of vision, it will be the propellant in your tank. And it will be the safeguard against, you know, flopping around on the beach. You know, fish belong in the water, but uh, sometimes they end up on the beach and they, they just flop. You know, and that's what we do in our Christian life. A lot of times we're on the beach. You know, there's Michael Zinn. Blop, 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 blop. You know, me. There's Raul. Blop, 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 blop. You know, but uh, we don't want to flop on the beach. We want to have a vision. And we want to be protected and controlled by that vision. May, may the Lord grant us mercy in this. Uh, the overcomers, the vital groups are today's Zion. My burden today is to help you reach the peak of the vital groups. That is the overcomer Zion. Although we may have a good church life. Right? Now he's applying these allegories. Although we may have a good church life, among us there is almost... Listen. Listen. All he said thus far, punchline. Although we may have a good church life, among us there is almost no realization, no practicality, no actuality, and no reality of the body life. This is the need in the recovery today, period. End of section. What's the point? You, you cannot say that it is anything other than the vital groups. 
The only thing, the only handle that was given to us in all that speaking, right? Final groups. I mean, I don't know what else you do with it. What are you going to do with this? What are you going to do with this? Well, we better see it and take the Lord's grace where we are, be where we are, but realize, Lord, uh, I, am, I want to endeavor and I want to go forward and I want to arrive somewhere further. You know, if we don't have, if we don't have this kind of aspiration, you know, in light of this vision, uh, we'll surely wander, you know. Anyway, uh, 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 you know, I hope you could really get into this. I, I, you all read read some of these quotes this today, huh? No, no, root. Oh my, these are very good quotes in here in message three. Uh, I hope I hope we could you know spend time in these quotes. You know. Uh, In the second page on A, the body of Christ is realized in the blended groups, not individualistic, independent, or isolated. Now, again, remember from last night we, you know, that we were talking about living and active, and you remember the brothers put the living and active. This matter of blending goes where? It's on the living side. Because this is how the nest gets built. The nest gets built in blending. Blending. Uh, and, and as we fellowship with one another, as we open to one another, as we pray based on the fellowship and opening, and as we care for one another, it's unavoidable you're stitched. You, you just can't avoid it. Uh, anyway, uh, oh Lord Jesus, anyway, too many good examples and stories, but we just, we won't take time. Uh, uh, you know, it's interesting, this, this word in the, in, in the U.S. version, in the American translation, it's the word blended, uh, which, which deals with the living side. Do you know in the Chinese version, uh, and I think it's the Chinese Union version, uh, the word in this verse for blended is the word what? Huh? Coordinated. You know, you wonder, I don't know if you've ever wondered, we talk about coordination like crazy in the Lord's recovery. But you cannot find the word coordination. You know, you don't find it. You don't find coordinated coordination. Well, it, where it came from is the, is, the, is the thought of the Chinese Union version, which the brothers used. And where does coordination fit? Active. Isn't that interesting? So, you know, in this one word in two languages, you have living and active. You know, you have uh, because because uh, 
you know, because this is really the body of Christ in practicality, actuality, realization, and reality. You know, where do, where do I, where do I touch the reality of the life of the body of Christ? Brotherly stress. Where do I touch it? I touch it just where Tim was talking about. I touch it in a group of saints that know me and I know them and, uh, and, and we're blended and we're coordinated. We're blended as companions and we're coordinated as co-workers. We live together in love and we serve together. What's the Christian life? What is the Christian life besides those two items? I told you last night, the Lord, you know, the, the best section, I, I feel, in the New Testament regarding the Lord's second coming, the clearest speaking regarding what will be at the end of the age is Matthew 24 and 25. And he, in that section, deals with the three peoples on the earth. You know, the church, the Jews, and the Gentiles. And, uh, and the first section is on the Jews, the last section is on the Gentiles, and the middle section is on the church. And the middle section on the church, which the disciples asked him, they said, when will these things be, and what will be the sign of your coming and the consummation of the age? Regarding the Jews and the Gentiles, it was all outward things. Lightning, east to west, uh, when you see the, the, uh, the idol standing in the temple, no, and pray it's not winter, and uh, you know, run, don't go back and get anything. That's to the Jews. And to the, and to the Gentiles, it's, you know, he comes as the, as the judge and he divides the sheep from the goat. But regarding the church, he, he, he charges them not, he tells them not what it's going to be like for you when I come, but what to do in order to be ready when you come, when I come. Two points, that's all. That's all that is there. Life and service. Go read uh, Matthew 24 at the end and beginning 25 and read the section on the church. It's just these two things. It's how, how you live. Are you befuddled with Noah? That's your living. Are you beating the men servants and maidservants? That's service. That's in 24. 25, it's what did you do regarding the extra portion of oil? And what did you do regarding your talent? Do, do you realize the Lord will judge you? Lord, have mercy on us all. <laughs> The Lord will, will require of us in that day, how is your oil and how is the produce of your service? And brothers and sisters, when saints get into this matter of the vital groups and they see it, they say for the first time, I have hope that I can be an overcomer. Because it's not, this is not for the mighty and the brave and the strong. It is not. Otherwise, we have an indictment against God. 
Right? Surely. How about the rest of us? How about everybody else that's not mighty, brave, and strong? This is not what this is about. If this, if this is not attainable by you and I, if you and I cannot have no way to have oil and talents multiplied, if it's hopeless, why, why did we get saved? He saved us in hope. And hope always in the Bible, in the New Testament, hope is always related to our full sunizing, our glorification, our being the overcomers. That, that's what it's about. I hope we can all realize this weekend, I can be an overcomer. I can be an overcomer. What can you be? Can you say, Lord, I can be an overcomer? Don't don't turn up your wattage. You know, you'll burn, you'll blow up. The the fuse will bust. But get I really enjoyed that thing with this lampstand. That's great, isn't it? I mean, what you need is seven others. You know, you know, in one one phrase, Brother Lee said in this thing, he said, I forget exactly what he said. He said, seven of you, something like this, seven of you can take care of one. I mean, he said a lot of different things along this line in different places. He said, you need to take care of one. But in one place, he talked about seven of you can take care of one. I mean, this is the thing. This is the way. You know, in the groups, we have a way to, to live and love and serve. It's, it's too good. Uh, anyway, we need to be blended together. We need to be blended together. Uh, boy. Ay, ay, ay. Oh, Lord Jesus. Wow. Uh, uh, page four. Uh, you, you know, I just, I don't know, page two. You know, this, the thing blended, and you've got all these good sub points. I hope you could get into them. Uh, uh, these verses are really good. You know, there's Brother Nee said that there's two big uh, errors that we make as believers. One is in, uh, in see point one under A, not more than a member. And the eye cannot say to the hand, I have no need of you, nor again the head to the feet, I have no need of you. And then point two, not less than a member. If the foot should say, because I'm not a hand, I'm not of the body. It is, not, it is not that because of this, it is not of the body. It's not because I say I'm not of the body that I'm not of the body. What I say has nothing to do with anything. That's your temporal and visible view of things. That is all it is. That's the devil speaking to you. Better just be in the body, you know, uh, you know, so Brother Lee said, these are the big two erroneous, Brother Nee, this is the big two erroneous things in the mystery of Christ. It's a very good book. You ought to, he, he talks about this. Th- you know, that, that, you, that there's these two errors that we make as believers. But the fact is, 
I need you and you need me. That's, that's the real situation. To live the Christian life and to serve the Lord. This is what we need. Uh, uh, and then B, the blended group members are related. They open to one another and they coordinate. Wow. Anyway. Uh, talking about the different kinds of uh, fellowship. Uh, let's see. Yeah. Uh, you know, on page four, uh, uh, in the second gray box, it starts with uh, uh, the, the top of that gray box, uh, that second gray box starts with, we must learn to open. Do you see that? Uh, okay, that, that is B to A4. <laughs> okay, you with me there? We must learn to open. Now go to the second paragraph in that gray box. Uh, the New Testament does not give us the details of the group meetings, but in the verses we have mentioned, there's some small windows into the practice of the group meetings. These will help us to, to see what happened in the ancient days in the group meetings. By considering the word, we... Um, by considering the word, we can see that there was much fellowship, much fellowship. And, uh, you know, starting from this point, much fellowship, it kind of gives you a cycle of blending. It shows you what it means to blend. Okay. There was much fellowship interceding for one another based on that fellowship. Mutual care based on the fellowship and interceding. You with me? Everybody with me? Don't get detoured. Okay. Mutual care and shepherding. The fellowship brings the awareness of one another's condition and situation. This will lead into prayer for one another. Exactly what Tim said. He experienced it. Uh, this will then cause us to go to one another to render a mutual care. I tell you, there's nothing like this kind of thing. To a little care uh, rendered to someone, it it does so much to blend us into a loaf. Amen. And that and that care is based on fellowship and prayer. You know, wherein we have the realization of what's going on in the fellowship and we get the burden in prayer and then we discharge the burden by care and shepherding. Uh, uh, Through the fellowship, we may find out that a brother has been in an auto accident. This leads us to pray for him and his family. Then we may consider his financial needs and be burdened to care for his health needs. This is great. So this is blending. Uh, And then in point three uh, on the next page, uh, the coordination among the members of the body. You see that? Yeah, the coordination. You with me? Uh, Okay, this deals with the whole matter of of the, the active side, which is to coordinate together. 
And, and brothers and sisters, uh, surely there's some crossing out for sure. Absolutely, it takes place on the, on the living side, on the blending side. But a lot of crossing out takes place on the service side. Uh, when we, we learn to serve with one another and we learn to receive one another's portion of Christ and we learn not to fight. And I, I, and I mentioned this last night about Philippians and 1 Corinthians. You know, the, this has struck me for years, these two books. You know, one there's not much there about the Lord's service. The other one is full of the Lord's service. And Brother Lee said it was the top church. Philippi was the top church. But it was the church, it was the epistle in which there's so much said about the unregenerated mind, the unrenewed mind. Because, because that's what happens. You know, you just get wound up in your mind. And you, you latch on to something, you're convinced, you're sure of it, I'm right, you know. And, and uh, no, we shouldn't use this kind of tract. And, uh, you know, you just, you know, the brakes are on. The, the, Lord, the Lord's recovery is on hold till we, we all get through. You know what I'm saying? Eodius and Syntyche, you know, James Barber told us, he said, it's odious and so touchy. <laughs> you know, this is, these are the two characters of, that are the Lord's servants. It's odious and touchy. You know, if, if you have two odiouses together, it's, it's probably not as bad. But typically, you know what I've found? That the more odious you are, typically the more touchy you are. You know, so so odious, you just bump your elbows in the eyes all the time, you know, and then there and then here's so touchy and they're just, oh, you know, and this is the way we carry out the Lord's service, you know, so Paul, so Paul said, I beg you, I beg you, genuine yoke fellow, I beg you, please. Help these two sisters who are my co-workers, who labored with me in the gospel. Help them. How, well, how are we going to help them? We better all get in the osterizer and blend in much and thorough prayer. Blend out, blend out all the differences. You know, a loaf is good because you can't tell where's the oil, where's the water, where's the fine flour. It's all blended. You know, and if you have a, if you have a piece of, of dough that's hard and won't, won't uh, blend, eventually you just pull it out. You know, that doesn't mean you get pulled out. That's not the point. But, <laughs> but, but where the Lord wants is, what the Lord wants is a, is a loaf, a blended loaf. And I tell you, saints, I don't, do, you, do you realize how frightening that is to the enemy? Do you have any realization how scary that is? It's his, it's his death knell. He, he's terminated. It's, oh, he's over. 
That will terminate this age. The body of Christ in reality will terminate the age. Where do I touch the body of Christ? In these two things, in living and active, how can I be assured of being an overcomer? How can I be on Zion? Well, I think we saw something tonight. Uh, anyway, may the Lord have mercy on us. I, was, I really was uh, impressed with Andrew's message. I believe it was Andrew's message. It might have been the outline also from Ed's message. But how they actually touched the matter of Ezekiel, the four living creatures, and they related it to the vital groups. Do you remember? It's really the case. Clear sky, firmament, you're one with Christ, you're, you're open to Christ, the, the heavens are clear. You know, this means you're, you're, per, you're, you are a person and persons in life. There's a clear sky between you and the Lord. You don't get clear skies automatically. Clear skies come out of what? Out of dealing with things and opening to the Lord and being dealt with by the Lord. And what else did it do? It brought in God's move. Because wherever the the creatures went, the spirit went. Okay, why don't we... uh, and, And saints, I hope some would share tonight. Last night we asked for some to share, and I think the problem was everybody was tired. I hope that's it. Uh, you know, may, may the Lord give us all an opportunity to share. Don't be too long, but do release your, your burden. Okay? Amen.